Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, brought to you by the great people over at Dr. Dish. They are our sponsors this month, they are great. I'm gonna tell you a little story when I'm doing this intro. I just came back from shooting with my son in the gym think he had gotten 450 and the best thing about that machine is is so it's so easy for him to set up it's so easy for him to do the workouts um, and to track so go over and check it out very durable doesn't get caught anymore the old old ones from like 15 20 years ago used to always get the balls caught doesn't get caught it is great go over and check them out mention coach unplugged and you'll get 300 dollars off your next purchase also make sure if it's the middle of november you are all in basketball season right now what do you need? You need a mentor. You need office hours. You need one-on-one calls. You need a community. You need resources. That's what we have over at teachhoops.com. Go over and check it out. Um, and make sure you subscribe and like to this. We would really, really, really appreciate that. I'm going to pull back the curtains a little bit. Um, every, every couple of weeks, we do office hours where we get together and we talk about things that are going on with the coaches. We answer X and O's questions. We talk about their teams, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to kind of pull back that curtain and let you listen to this. I think you'll really enjoy it. Episode 228 of Coach Unplugged. All right. Questions. I know there were some 131 questions earlier in the week, but let me just move this. Can you hear me? I mute. I mute. Um, so anything specific you want to talk about? Otherwise, there's a few things that I know people have asked about earlier in the week or on, on the Facebook group. So I was going to talk about two. I got to find my list. I was going to talk about two, two, one. Somebody had questions on and um, one, three, one kind of rotations. Can you hear me okay, Steve? I can. I can. Uh, yep. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? It would have been better if my Bills won today, but that's all right. We <laughs> made pack, it. The Packers are gone. 
So, yeah. you know, <laughs> we rested Aaron Rodgers, so, you know, we're yeah. okay. It's so, yeah. cold. it's so cold in Wisconsin right now that it's like. It was even cold in Florida this week, so I, it, you I know, And we were in South Carolina for a tournament, and it was crazy. I mean, it was like 12 degrees. They were, like, thinking the apocalypse was coming. Yeah, I know. Um, I understand that. My, my, my wife was down in – I've been going to St. Petersburg Beach since I was a little kid. So they were oh, down yeah. there. They were down there, I don't know, until Monday or Tuesday of this week. And it was good until the last couple of days. And then it got, it got yeah, cold. Here. Yeah, it got cold. Pretty I'm cold. about two hours south of there. Okay. Yep. So yeah, we've been to uh, we played a couple. We've played a couple tournaments. We played uh, we played in the villages um, a couple uh-huh. years ago, and then um, last year last year we played in Ocala at the Kingdom of the Sun. Okay. Um, yeah, so they have the big one down here in Fort Myers, the City of Palms, where they have uh, a big tournament from all over a, the country. That's a huge one. That's a that yeah. yeah that's probably a top. I'd say Kingdom of the Suns is probably top twenty. That's probably top ten. That's and there's yeah. there's there's a couple. There's one out in California that's really good. There's one in Hawaii that's really good. Um, the yeah. one the one in Farm Bureau was crazy. This the um, Dorman High School is like five thousand, which is, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's the it's like the fourth largest basketball arena in the state of South Carolina is at this high school. It goes oh, like wow. South Carolina, Clemson. Yeah, they have a they have a video board that's like at the Kohl Center for the Badgers. It's it was crazy. I hope we can get there, but I'm nowhere close with the team. <laughs> it's baby steps. It's baby steps. You um, know, so nice. I guess one of the offenses that I want to talk about, okay. um, one of the situations that I have is I'm young and I'm yep. not tall. I'm very guard oriented. I mean, okay. I think my tallest guy is 6'4", and he would rather shoot a 3 than bang it up. So well, first of all, all I'm just men, looking all for – and men. I know – yeah, all big men think they're guards anyway, so you're not alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, you're so young, I'm just you're looking for some. Yeah, I'm just looking for some ideas for guard oriented. Just what we got. Okay. So are 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 you able? So a couple questions before we go any farther. Are you able to? Um, are you able to score? I mean, if you're if you're open, can you score? Or is it? Do you yeah. have to be able to create points? Is it? Um, because I've had I've had teams that have been small, but we could create we can score. Um, or do you have to, is there defense? Can you score? Can you score on the offensive end if you run things properly? Or do you are do, are you feeling like maybe the yeah. defense has to help? No, I our defense is horrible. I'll be honest with you. I mean, okay. to give you an idea, we're we're in games we have no business being in, and right. we're losing the teams we. Should it's been one of those kind of okay, so, seasons so, for so, us. So, but, that, but, that's, but, that's, but part of that's youth, too. Like, I have a relatively young team this year. Yeah. We lost to a team early in the year. You know, it's, we beat some of the best teams in the state, and then you go lose the one that's, like, in the middle of the pack kind of thing. So it happens, especially when you're young and they don't yeah. get it. Um, yeah. So When uh, they move the ball, they get their shots, and they can knock their shots down. They're very good. I got probably three or four kids that are dynamite three-point shooters. Okay, so, so you want to you, you want to you, you probably do some sort of combination of read and react and dribble drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, are yeah. they are they are they good dribbler? Can they attack the rim and get to the free throw line? They can when okay. they want to. When they want to. It's that so, mentality. So, um, and how is shot selection? They would rather take the three than they would uh, dribble drive yeah. or. And, and and the three is fool's man, fool's gold. I, I saw my guys. It's fool's yeah. gold. It's it's easy to get. Um, 
I mean, I, I more more the maybe more pointed question is with shot selection is uh, I, will they will they share the ball first of all, and will do they understand the scheme of what a good shot is to a bad shot? Yes, so so and yes. So okay. let me explain by that. Yep, yep. In in Florida down here, we have kids that can transfer no matter what. Okay. So my guard and my semi big man. This is our four school in four years. And okay. I think I posted, I don't yeah, have yeah. any leadership from that. Yeah. Yep. So their point is when he's running the point guard, yes, he can dish the ball, but it's always me, me, me first. Yep. And it's been a hell of a thing for me to try to break this year. So, yeah. So, Especially as a first-year coach. As a first-year coach, it's hard. So um, yeah. a, cu- a couple things with that. Um, I, I think um, shot selection is really important offensively. We can talk about specifics of offense. Um we do a lot of – we spend once once a week we go through a game and we literally go through shots. And I think I did that in that leadership thing I put in Teach Hoops. Um, right. But we rank shots because I want them to know what they think is a good shot and what I think is a good shot is not necessarily the same thing all the time. It's it's not. I mean, they're teenage boys in this case. Um, so we right. spend a lot of time on, you know, this is a and – and, you know, this is a nine and this is a one kind of thing. Um, and I think that that helps and it helps not only in the sense that I tell them, I'm not, I'm not picking, I'm not picking on them when I do it, but I want them to hear it in front of the group in the sense that if they keep taking ones, their teammates know they're taking ones and their teammates will let, let them know they're taking ones. So, right. you no, know, we want to take sevens and nines. We want to take good shots. They're not always going to go in, but we want to take really good shots. So I think that builds a, a camaraderie and a, we're on the same page. We're all trying to do this together. Um, so that I would, I would definitely spend time on that because you know, it's, I'm a stats teacher by day and a basketball coach at night, but I, but, um, the data is if you're taking better shots, your percentage is going to be higher. You're going to win more games, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, uh, you know, what's a contested shot, what's an uncontested, this might be a good shot. The fifth pass, but it's a terrible shot in the first pass. You know, they just don't understand that sometimes. And by the time this time of year, my guys know what a good shot is and they know what a bad shot is because we've done it enough. So I would spend some time on that because it will build build leadership because you're a relatively young team and you're building toward the future. This is what we want. This is what we don't want. Um, Okay. Do you – and you don't have a shot clock in Florida, so that's good. Um, Do they – do they – do they move? Do they understand the game of basketball? Is more my sense. Do they understand spacing and screening? Yes. Okay. Do you want? Do you want? Fr- do you want them to have freedom, or do you want a continuity? Like, a, like I like them to have freedom. Okay. So, so then the reason. Yeah. Good. One of the problems that I had, and I made this mistake, and I'll never make it again. I thought having a parent that knew the local basketball scene as an assistant coach was the right thing to do. Yeah. And it was absolutely wrong thing to do right so yeah. i'm repairing a lot of those that because everything that his son didn't take was a bad shot right. so i'm trying to build up everybody's um confidence yep to yep. be able to take a shot and not right. and not think that they're going to get out of a game if they take a bad shot right right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a part of the growing of being a kid coach too you got to kind of figure work that 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 mentality out but um so so 
I would come down like I, you know, I, I teach you I have a couple. I, I do read and react. I, I have run the gamut. I'll tell you right now. I've run, I've run the gamut on structured offense to freedom offenses. This is where I've settled after 30 years. The more talented you are, the more structured you need to be. <laughs> and the less talented okay. you are, the kind of the more freedom you need to give them. Like the teams that I've right. had that have like had NBA guys, I had to, I, they could score every time down the court if I let them and just go one on one. And right. some of them would have been horrible shots. So I had to control them more in a structured offense, like screen here, do this. Where, you know, maybe when you're quite not quite as talented or you're young, you want to give them freedom. So you want to come up with a set of rules. You don't have a post. So, so the read and react would be an easy one with the, where there's basically five spots. Um, uh-huh. And then you basically have a set of rules. Um, we have five rules that we do, and then we have kind of countered those rules um, to add with it. So when you pass away, we set up what we refer to as a double screen away. Um, everyone fills the spot. So I can, I'll send you – I have a little cheat sheet for offense and then a little cheat sheet in the back that I give all the boys um, of, five oh, okay. basic, of five basic rules. And then we add into those rules, we have what we call quick hitters, which are special plays. We add to that. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff added to it. But um, the problem we're having right now, I can tell you with my group, is we're getting too predictable. Like, they know the rules and they'll do the same thing over. And that's easier for teams to defend. So we're trying to break them of right. being too predictable. Hey, if they're overplaying you, if someone overplays you, backdoor cut. That's one of our rules. Like if they're denying you, right. backdoor cut. So what you want to do is, especially because you don't have any bigs, you want to leave the lane open at all times. So if you leave the lane open, okay. they can always attack off the dribble, and then um, it leaves those cutting lanes along. If you, the read and react, I believe, is the best offense out there right now. The problem is is <laughs> Torbert's got like 87 layers on it. And, you know, I'm a relatively smart person. <laughs> it's just way too complicated. So we've basically narrowed it down to like the high school version of here's five rules, do these five things. And then, um, and then you can expand on it. You know, we have like a, we have like a wing ISO where we let somebody dribble penetrate. We'll have a post up, we'll have things out of it. Um, but basically, you basically want to just get to the five spots. So the two baselines, the two wings, and the top of the key. Um, okay. And then you're just filling those. Um, I can see, I don't know, as we're doing this, I'll look and see if I have it so I can pull it up and um, we can talk about it here. Hold on, let me see. Because uh, people ask for it all the time. So let me just look here real quick. Date modified. Yeah, we it snowed today, so I know it didn't snow in Florida. So at least you don't have no. at least you don't have that. No. I mowed the lawn this morning, so. Oh <laughs> well, I feel bad for my dog too because um, I have a golden, and she just she just it's oh. just too it's just too cold. I mean, she yeah. the, the, the Wisconsin northern the, the 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 Midwest in Wisconsin is great. Um, we just there's just a stretch here where the, the next two months are really it's like you guys in July. Yeah. Um, you know, you just you just don't want to be outside. Um, it's just too cold. Nope, you stay in. You stay in, and you um, 
Hold on. Let me look on. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is here. I'm going to do this. This is faster. I'm, I'm 99% convinced I put it on, on our uh, Facebook group. So let me look here. Um, okay. Cause, cause people always ask for it. So I always, let me, I got to figure out how to look up files. Now, when you say you put stuff on TeachUp, is yep. that on that so Schoolology? Yep, okay. the Schoolology stuff, it's definitely on there. I know it's on there. And I also put it on the um, on the Facebook group. Um, I just okay. got, I got to look because people have asked for it before. And then, so yeah, so if you click, okay, so let me show you. I can do this. Um, I'm relatively tech savvy, but not, not always. Okay, so I need to close this out. I'm going to go here. So I'm going to share my screen. So those of you that are watching or listening, okay, so I'm going to go to, um, I'll just go to Chrome here. So this is my, this is, uh, this is just my web. You can see I'm, I'm ADHD. I got my Spartan youth camp and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I have like 80, I have a tab issue. I actually, actually have a tab issue. I have too many tabs open all the time. All right. So if I come down here and I go to our Facebook group, so I'll hit click, look at all those tabs open. So I go up here and I go to files over on the side. Uh-huh. All the stuff I put on that people have asked for and the offensive rules are right here. So that will, it, it's oh, okay. cool you too. But if you click on it and, I, and, I'll, and I'll open it here so we can look at it real quick together. Um, so these are our five offensive rules. So you got to fill the five spots. So there's five spots. It, it, I don't believe in numbers. You know, the, the, when I grew up, it was like a, you know, the, the five man was your cent. I want to start a bunch of six, four guys, to be honest with you, that are long. That's, that's yeah. my, I like the bucks. I want to just be long. And, um, but anyway, so uh, if you're overplayed, you backdoor, that's one of our rules. So people will start denying you. After you pass, you cut to the basic, except the points of the wing pass. And at the point to the wing packs, we do a, what we su call Sussex cuts. So a Sussex yeah. cut is, it's named after a school we kind of took it from. You basically, you, you, um, you set a pick away. You can either set a single or double screen. So if I pass, if one passes to two here, one and three will go and set a screen for five and they'll fill. One of them would slip to the open area in here. So this paint area always has to be open. It allows for dribble penetration, allows for cuts. Because kids don't really jump to the ball real well. All other passes cut to the basket and you rotate. So if I make a pass from here all the way down here, I'm cutting to the basket. I'm doing a hard cut and I'm looking for it. Okay. Um, post cuts. So, and if this is a post, maybe this is your 6'4 kid. Once he passes it to four, he can cut and post up. We have a two second rule. If you don't get the ball in two seconds, you have to get out of this area because we want people cutting through at all times. Um, right. and then a skip pass to the weak side. So if, if they sag, if five man sags here and three sags here, we skip and we work on like a pin three will come in and they'll rotate up. But the key is the key is movement that somebody should always be moving. So if one passes the four, one is going to cut through and everybody else should rotate. So two should be cut. Three should rotate up. Five should come through because one's cut through. And then he's going to fill a spot. So the, the movements on those are all, all, you know, and two can come over and set a screen for three. We just want them in all five spots. And especially if you have guards, it's such a good, um, it's such a good uh, a movement thing. I'm going to, 
I see people unmute audio. If people, if people, I see other people on here. I'm just unmuting. Hold on one second. Not sure why unmute audio. So if people have questions, they can ask questions. Um, or you can put it in the chat too. I can see it in the chat. Does that make sense? So if, yeah, it I makes. Can, sense. I, I can send that to you. I, I just I, we have more rules than this, but this is the this is where I would start, and it will take you know a week for them to kind of get used to filling and moving. Um, and you know what's going to happen is they're going to the overplay is the hard one because people are going to be up the line. Well, if someone overplays you, you got to backdoor cut them. Um, you got to you know make them pay if they're denying. If they're not, you're going to get some open shots. And then these are really hard to defend. Like right. you know, so let's say two takes this shot, one passes to two. If three and five crash the offensive glass, they're going to get a lot of rebounds because it's really hard. Um, it's very hard for them to um, to get to, to box out because they're so far from the basket. Kids aren't used to boxing out from those distances. So we work a lot on offensive. Um, we work on a lot of an offensive and attack in the rim, especially when they're on the outsides. The, the The problem is you you'll you'll have to work on them being predictable, and you don't want them to be predictable. Um, you right. want them to not be predictable and 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 keep moving and doing those kind of things. Okay, gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Thanks. Yep. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, that was bad. <coughs> I got we got all sick too when we go on these trips out of state. You know, it's like fourteen or of us in a ah. hotel for five days. It's like the plague. When right. <laughs> it's so great. I think we're going next year. We're going back to Ocala next year. I think. Oh yeah. We, we really liked that one. It was really nice. Yeah. We didn't get in any this year just because we. I knew as a team we weren't going to be there. Yeah, you know? and the thing is, winter tournaments are good just because you know you can kind of get a test of where you're at, kind of thing. Um, Heck, I can't even get them show up for practice during break. You know, really? it's one of those. Yeah. So I got well, I got twelve. Twelve being my Down syndrome kid that I have on yep, the team. Yep. Yep. Um, but I had six kids show up both days, the three days that I had practice. And what, what know, happens so, to the ones that don't show up? They're not starting. Yeah, I don't start them in their next game. Yeah, you know I think that's a two great rule. Two of the se- two of them are my are my seniors. Seniors. Yeah. You know, so. Here, here's my theory with that too, and I have a whole set of rules I give out, especially when they're freshmen. It's like, yeah, you know, my starting point guard, who's one of the best point guards um, in the area, he's he was sick for five days or four days. He doesn't have practice. I didn't start him. I, I mean, I I, I rested him as much. But I, I, next man up, it's it, you know I had two I had two starters gone on our game on Friday. They just didn't start. They knew they weren't going to start. It's just like you miss practice. Right. It's like it's. I'm sorry you're sick, but it yeah. is what it is. You know. Well, um, the one of the seniors. Well, my back hurt. Well, you can still come and support your teammates. right. You can That's rebound. You can you know maybe we'll have a right. film session. Maybe we'll do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I yeah. They're, There's they're, other thing. Their teenage, teenage brain is an interesting cookie. Trust me. <laughs> it is. I'm married to a psychologist. It's an interesting thing. <laughs> Very interesting thing. All it right. Is. Any other thing? I see John on here. Anybody else have questions? You can put them over in the chat, too. I know some people might be listening, too. I don't think anybody's muted. No. Um, so are you pressing? Or are you doing any doubling or anything like that, Todd? We were, um, but we, we, we don't play good defense. We can't play man-to-man defense. They okay. just don't play good man-to-man defense. So our problem is that I don't have a big a, lot, a deep bench 
Okay. And they just flat out didn't get in shape over the summer. So I can't press as much as I want to because they're not in basketball shape. They're still right. not in basketball so, shape. So what do you, are you running like a two, three or a matchup or something like that? We usually, we have, we're, we're three, two most of the time because there's a lot of three point threats in the County. Okay. So that's what we run a lot. And when it's the ball goes to or, the, or, or we'll go two, three matchup. When the ball goes to the baseline, do you have the, where do you have the top guy in the three, two go? We we have them sag right down when All it goes down up. right right down the yep yep because most most zones when they get below the free throw line look like two threes when they yeah. get below the yeah. free throw line so that's yeah there's a couple different tweak tweaks you can do on that too you can actually have you could have the bottom guy cover the wing. And then and then have the top guy of the three two go all the way to the low block and cover basically the okay. low block. Um, there's a little tweak. Right. I would work. So it, you're saying you're not very good at man. What I would do is really yeah. work on it as a matchup zone. So sell it kind of as a yeah. matchup, um, in a okay. sense that everyone's still responsible. This is your area, <laughs> um, right. and we shouldn't have two of you guarding one person, um, which is part of the problem we have sometimes. So. We run one three one a lot, and we run a matchup um, in the sense that I just mm-hmm. want them to have responsibilities. Um, right. And, you know, it's a cliche, but a silent gym's a losing gym. And if they don't talk, it doesn't matter if they don't talk. Um, yeah. And especially yeah. in a matchup, you really have to talk because you got to hand guys off or, you know, people are yeah. cutting through the paint or doing things like that. You got to literally hand them off to the next person. Um, right. I, I sell it to the boys as – we're doing a matchup. I'm trying to keep you out of foul trouble. I'm trying to save energy so you're not running from the corner to the top of the key to the other corner. You're just handing guys yeah. off. Um, right. A lot of matchups when you run them well basically look like switching man. Um, they're not because yeah. you tend to be playing a zone more. Um, but I would try that. I, I, I would try some little tweaks too, maybe a 3-2 to a 2-3. Um, you know, yeah. a, a, a little things that just change momentum, especially if you're not scoring, because teams get stagnant. Teams get two things. If you, as soon as you change, they get stagnant. Um, and if you run something too long, they tend to find it's kind of yeah. like, you know, like a war. They kind of prod and find the weaknesses and then they exploit them. Um, yeah, See, we got a we got a big challenge coming up on Tuesday because the team we're playing has six, eight and six, five and they can post up and they play outside. So I've been, I don't know what I'm running yet, to be honest with them. Okay. I, I, I've even thought about the a triangle and two to mix things up a little bit with them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like, I love combo defenses. I don't call them junk defenses. I love combo defenses. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, see, so here's my theory with combos, especially if you've scouted well, is right. – you know, we'll run a we'll run a diamond in one. We'll run a triangle in two. We'll run a two, or we're chasing three guys, and we'll put one guy at the free throw line, one guy at the bottom. I want I want the third, fourth, and fifth leading scorers on teams that have to hit shots. <laughs> you know, right? It's hard. I mean, it's you know, if you take the top two guys out and you make some other people hit shots, it's a mentality. You know, very rarely is number three, number four, number five have the same mentality as one and two. Um, right. And it just causes it causes the 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 um, continuity of a team to just kind of crumble a little bit. Um, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I think those are really good, and they're very easy to have in. And we run. Um, let me grab my shared screen here. Um, 
we'll run we'll run a couple different triangle and twos too so um let me grab my screen hey everybody i hope you're enjoying uh our discussion so far it's been a pretty exciting one um go i would ask you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better um it is my baby um i started it to help coaches all around the country and all around the world and at this point several hundred were, were able to do that i'd ask you to go over and check it out I can tell you this, that prices are going to go up. Um, I just talked with my partner and um, prices are not going to stay where they are right now um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, it, you'd be surprised how much time and energy and resources it takes to, to not only run teachhoops.com, but to, to have the people behind the scenes do it. And as we've grown, I've had to get more people and hire more people. So um, we are going to be increasing prices. If you're thinking of getting in, now is the time to do it. Um, and it's going to, it's going to, it's not going to be 99 cents increase. It's going to be a su substantial increase just because of the amount of resources, um, that we're offering. Um, I don't, there's second to none, you know, it's going to still be less than a price of a DVD per month. But if you want to get in right now, you want to get in at these prices, um, you will be grandfathered in all the members right now that are, that, that are members of teach hoops, their prices will not increase. So if you get in soon, um, your prices will stay the same. Um, and then if you, if you do like these podcasts, again, which takes some time, I'd ask you over and, and subscribe and like, and, and leave us a, leave us some comments. We would sure love that. Thank you. Let me grab my screen. Here's my pen. Um, so, so let me erase this. Cause you're listening. It's going to sound weird, but, um, so, you know, I'm going to use black, uh, pencil. We'll use this one. Um, so if I do this, um, so, oops, that's not what I want. I want squiggly. Um, so if I'm doing this, I will do a triangle and two like this, where I put two guys at the elbow mm -hmm. and then I put one guy at the bottom. So if you're worried about three point shooters, this can help with it. Okay. And I don't let him leave the pain area. So okay. my theory is I'm going to not give up any layups at this point. And then these two are kind of working in unison together. So if the ball gets down here in the corner, this guy might have to go over and he might have to take high post because they know that this area right in here is taken by whatever person's running, you know, that position. Okay. And I tend to do this against better three-point shooting teams. Then I'll invert it. I'll go back to the old, you know, triangle and two if I'm not as worried about shooters and they're only really – and if I'm chasing the other two guys, then I, you know, then this will take care of the top of the key guy, and we can take care of the post area. Okay. So you invert it, and you're saying in your county you're good at three point shooting. You might want to invert it. You know, these two, you basically are playing three separate games. These two guys out here, like let's say X one and X two, they are chasing and not letting those two catch the ball. They're full denial. They have no help responsibilities. They're just stopping those two players. So they're chasing them around like chickens with their head cut off. And then these two guys are working in unison. And then this guy's got – usually somebody will be in the paint area that this guy will take care of. Okay. Very rarely will you have five out, especially when you're chasing their two leading scorers. They tend to set ball screens and, and some other things hey, like that. And you got that bottom guy low in the paint? I do. I do. Okay. You know, he's just down here. He's not going out to the corner to defend a three. He is basically, I call him my gatekeeper. We're not giving up layups. So we're taking their two best yeah. scorers away, and we're not going to give you a layup. You're not going to get a layup because we're going to have somebody down here 
you know, your six, four kid or six, three kid down here, just protecting the paint, you know, side fronting, mm -hmm. whatever. And then these two are working on. So, so shooter three, shooter four might get some open 12 to 15 footers with these guys running at them. Yeah. But they're going to have to hit them. Um, right. So it, it just, it's a different look and it's, it just freaks it it freaks teams out badly and what i've seen i don't think that they can hit them once you take those two out right you know, right and then then you then yeah so the, and and if they do god bless them <laughs> you know, that's kind of my theory it's like okay yeah. if your fourth best player beats us we're yeah. obviously doing this because we have some matchup issues you know high school basketball is really a lot about matchups um, right then go ahead then you're going to beat us then that, that's not just not our night that at that point um, and then yep. the triangle in two works. The um, the uh, diamond in one, which we run, it's it's similar. So we'll put a guy at the top, and we run it similar to our one three one in the sense that, um, so you know, this guy will be chasing the one guy, and then the, these guys will be working in unison. This guy will basically work this triangle right in here from the top of the key to the elbows. Okay. This guy, this guy will basically work corners again side to side like in a one three one and then these two if the ball let's say the ball is over here this guy is sinking into the paint at that point so okay. the opposite wing on a one three one is always sinking as the lowest man right so it's just kind of it's kind of shifting i like diamond again for you probably because you're a county because yeah. it takes away the three-point shooters a little bit better you know if the three-point line is out here the boxing one doesn't quite do that as well. Um, boxing right. one seemed to work better before the three-point line, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, seems like more people, if they're running this, runs the, run the diamond. Um, okay. Just because it seems like it's a better share at this point. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. And and, and you might even want to put like a, a basic 2-2-1 two, two, in, even if you're not good at pressing, just to slow teams down. Um, right. You know, something like that, just to slow. I mean, like a little token. We're not going to turn them over. We're just going to slow them back. You know, a two-two-one can easily go back into a a, a three-two, like you were talking about before. Yeah, and we started when we were pressing. We would do the one-two-one-one. It's just our wings were never quick enough to, to yeah, trap and, the ball. You know what? And I've had, I, like I told you, some of the guys I've had. I mean, it's freakishly how many great athletes I've had to run a diamond in one. To, okay. run, to run a diamond and one in the full court is really, really, really hard. I did. Right. I, I mean, I did it with guys that are playing. I mean, two of them are in the NBA, and I couldn't even do it because it's so hard to get it set. So if you yeah. if you ever run that, you almost got to start at the free throw line or the top of the key. It, it's okay. hard to get that initial trap right away. Right. Um, it just is. I mean, if you're athletic and but it's it's super hard. Yeah. Um, that's why I just kind of slide it back a little bit and start it, you know, maybe at the, at the free throw line at the top of the key and then start yeah. our press there. Um, but, but, and that's what I got the kids to believe that a, a 10 second count is just as good as a turnover on a trap. Right. So, right. And, 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 and we've down. been, and we've been talking to our kids about it's better to take the five second count than to turn the yeah. ball over and let them have a layup. That's, right. that's been our big three-week thing because everyone's kind of pressuring us right now. Um, and it luckily, it hasn't been super – I said, I don't have a – because defensively in the half court, we're really good. And I said, yeah. I'll take our chances against anybody if they got to – if we can set our defense and they got to play against it. But I said, if yeah. you turn the ball over and they go two-on-one, we can't stop them. Right. So take the five count and we'll get back and defend. I'm not happy with it, 
but we'd rather have that than the other thing. So um, sure. it's similar to that. You know, the turnover thing just kills you in high school basketball. Yeah, it's just, yeah it does. All right, let's see. I have a question here. Uh, I hope you weren't muted, but you, what would you do if you had a great outside shooter and two strong posts? The team we were playing on Friday is like this, and they like to shoot outside and run a give and go. Um, so... Ooh, they have a great outside shooter and two strong posts. So I, there might be, I might do a couple things with this. Um, do they get, so this is in the chat. So if you can answer in the chat, do they set ball screens or how do they get the guard, the shots? So that, that if you can answer that, it would help. Um, I would, I would deny the shooter. Um, I don't think shooters like when they get denied and get pressure. So that's the first thing. And if they have two good posts, um, uh, let's see. It says they like to shoot outside and run a give and go. I would double the give and go. I'm a firm believer in ball screens and give and goes that you run at them because high school kids don't pass real well or junior high kids don't pass. So I'm a firm believer. If people are running pick and rolls and slips, you run at them and you take them out of it and you make them make an extra pass. Um, but if there's a shooter, I would take the shooter out. Um, and then you know, either like what we were just talking about, maybe run, I don't know, maybe run a diamond in one, maybe run some sort of saying um, post. Um, but I, I always, and I would front the post whenever I can. I don't think high school kids are good at reversing the ball and, and lobbing it in. Um, I've, I haven't seen it in 30 years, so I don't think it's going to change overnight. So I, I believe in fronting that low post whenever you possibly can. Um, and it's not always possible, but the, the way you counter that is you reverse the ball real quick and you pin. But, again, haven't seen that a lot, um, you know, even yeah. at the collegiate level. Can you hear me at all? I can. I, I, I can. I can. Okay. It's much easier to ask. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I just didn't want to run. It's hard for, I mean, I'm, probably, I'm from Texas. We're blocked down here, I guess. I don't know. No, nah, no. Nah, uh, jump in. No, uh, but, like, I watched a couple of film, a little bit of film. I'm new to this district. It's my first year coaching. It's girls, actually. Okay. And, We've had a lot of injuries. We're small, and we're our toughest uh, opponent is this next is coming up Friday. Okay. And, uh, they like to have two high posts. Uh, at the elbows. At the elbows, yes. Okay. And uh, they'll get the ball into one of them, and then uh, there's strong shooters at the corner, uh, and they'll kick it out to her, and they'll dive down, and then they'll just kick it right back to her. Okay, uh, so, so the so the so the the opposite post will dive. I agree, and they'll look for that post. Yes. Okay, and then where is that? Is the is the shooter on the same side as the person that catch the ball, or the opposite side? Uh, so, uh, most of the time, the same side. Sometimes they they'll do like a backdoor type thing, but. Yep. So then I would I would I would I would I would I would deny that shooter. I would literally as soon as she got off the bus, I would start denying her the ball just the entire game. Don't no help responsibilities on her if she's that good a shooter. Um, cause that really frustrates scores. It does when you do that and they're not used to it, it frustrates them. And then what I would do is if they, if they have those two posts at the elbows, I would take the, the, one of the other two defenders, cause there's two other people on the floor and I would sag them into the paint, um, and help on those two posts. So, um, whoever, you know, whoever your, whatever their worst score is that girl, we call it 10 X, we call it. It depends on the year, but um, 
there'll always be a kid on the floor that really can't score very well, usually, unless the team's really good. So that is always my help person. I tell them to sag, protect. As soon as they catch the ball, go out and defend them. But then your responsibility is to help on these posts um, because they're going to want to catch it moving and going toward the basket. So you want to – the thing about – the thing about um, you want to take them out of their comfort zone. They might still beat you, but you just don't want them to have those looks that are easy, that they're used to getting. So you don't want that three-point shooter to get the look she, she's getting in the paint. And you don't want these posts to get, you know, the normal high-low flask give-and-go cuts that they normally get. So you have to counter what they want and make, um, like Todd and I were talking about, you want to make score th- score four and score five beat you, basically. <laughs> um, and that's what you got to convince the girls. It's like, we're not going to let these three girls beat us. Let the other ones shoot it, and then we'll just, re- you know, they're not going to probably consistently hit those shots you'll still run at them and you'll defend them but i think it will help i appreciate that they're they're really tall too there are we've got short girls i don't have anybody so are you gonna pressure them the whole game then we're gonna try it uh actually um i put in uh that running jump that i watched one of your videos uh and it we uh we played this past friday and it basically won the game for us it did it did the thing about a run and jump too. I'm going to tell you that's a great one, and we've run run and jump too. Is it's just going to you you're, you're going to think you're good at it right now. Just keep keep at it because a lot of it is instinctual. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? It is. It's like you can tell. All right, the ball's here. We need to. These two need to run, and then you need to rotate. You got to keep telling the girls that this is. We're not going to get to steal on the double. We're going to get to steal on the pass, and. We're gonna get a lot better at this. And let me you're not you're not on you're not on the computer right now, but um whenever let's say the ball is caught in the corner, there's basically three spots that, that person can pass. So I always talk about angles, it must be because I'm a math teacher. But if you let's say you trap somebody in a corner, they're gonna to go to the low block, the same side, they're gonna to go to the wing, or they're gonna go opposite. There's only three spots for them to, to pass if you pass if you double them in the right spots. So you just gotta keep teaching the girls. These are the spots that you want, um, but if this girl, if this team is that much bigger than you, I would literally make it a track meet. That's the only way, because otherwise, rebounding is going to. I mean, I've seen games like this. You're just going to get. They're going to get second and third shots, which is going to be the hard part. Um, yes. Yeah, you want to get it up and down the court, and then you have to tell the girls our goal is one shot. Like when they shoot, we everybody's got to box somebody out. Because maybe you can get the big girls in foul trouble because they're so used to going to the boards yeah. that if you box them out, they'll get, you'll get some over-the-back calls. You'll get some of that stuff as the game goes on. Um, do you have a shot clock in Texas? No, we don't. Okay. So, yeah, you just want you want a, you want a, you want a racetrack at this point, I'm thinking. And then you just want to take those three girls out of, out of comfort, I think, mm-hmm. is the big we thing. Also, we also ran the, the sideline – break that you had did that help the press break oh it was amazing yeah uh, it's cr- it's crazy that it works i don't know why it worked because i think everyone's worried about getting beat deep i think they're yeah. worried about getting beat deep yeah it even worked they they were manning up on us man full court man and uh then they switched to a zone and we continued doing it and it still worked it's 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 like when you're breaking a press if you do those diagonal cuts and you can't stop it and the thing right. is i use sideline to get my point guard is my best free throw shooter. Thank goodness. Um, so, so I use that to get him the ball at the end of the game. Like I want him. Like 
literally he could shoot every free throw all year and I'd be happy. Um, so that's where that, that I use that sometimes to get him the ball so we can hopefully get him at the free throw line. Um, but I'm glad it worked. It's it that that's it's amazing how some stuff just works. I don't, I'm not sure why it works, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else, Todd? Anything else? I got a couple things. I just don't want to okay. hog the office oh, yeah. up. Go, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Fine so, here. and I, I post I posted something in, in the Facebook group about this, and okay. we're one and nine. We got we're got a brutal second half schedule. Yep, you know. My JVs are – and the makeup of my team is I, I'm starting a freshman and two juniors – or two soft two juniors right now. Yep. I'll have two juniors that are going to be adding to that next year. Okay. At what point do I say, let's bring up some JV guys, let's get them the experience? Because the seniors that I have, to be quite honest with you, are football players. Right. They got the heart of gold. They're just football bodies. They're five yep. foot ten. 210 pounds. So the couple things. First of all, the good thing about sophomores is they become juniors. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good thing. Uh, I, 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 okay, so will it be a good – so here's – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a story that, yeah. you know, Wesley Matthews, who plays for the Mavericks right now, I did not move him up as a freshman. I didn't move yeah. him up for, as a freshman because the group that was ahead of him, you know, those juniors and seniors – I wanted him to win, and I wanted him to have a great experience. I moved him up come tournament time. I didn't move him up right, right away. And part of that equation for me was I do regret it. So if you're listening, Wesley, I do regret it. But uh, part of the reason was I wanted him to have a great experience, which he did. And he won a yeah. lot of games. But I also I wasn't sure how that senior underclassman thing was going to gel. Right. Have a group where it's going to work and they're going to accept them and open hands and we're a team. Yes. If you're one in nine, I'd be, he I'd, I'd be a little, I, I always think you should do it if you can, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I don't know your team dynamics and I'm not sure how I don't want that experience to be bad for them when they move up. Um, especially being a first year right. coach, I'd be a little leery doing it. You take your okay. lump. Um, in the sense, and again, I don't know your team. I don't know how those juniors and seniors will respond. If they respond, great, welcome. Even though you're taking playing time, blah 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 blah, um, then it would probably yeah. be a great experience for the youngsters. But it's not worth sacrificing your your culture in your program um, right. for a little bit of experience because it's not gonna it, it's not gonna make or break them. To be honest with you, um, yeah. What I might do, off. what I might do is what I might do, and I've done this in the past. And I, and I did this, I took my son, I took two freshmen and two sophomores with me to South Carolina and they practiced mm -hmm. and they got to do everything. They didn't play, they suited, but they never played. Um, I yeah. did that just because here's how we do things. Here's how we, prep, here's how we go through our scout. And when they came back and played last week, it was like night and day because they were playing against sophomores. So I might have right. them come practice with you. I might have them, you know, okay. Hey, come and. You know, this is how we do stuff. This is how practice works. This is how we watch film. Um, I always think that's a good idea um, later in the season, tournament time, because, it, you know, it's you're building them for next year. Right. Moving them up and playing them, if you – I'd be leery. First year coaching one and nine, I'd be leery. Okay. Um, just because you don't want – you're, I don't think the cost-benefit, it's the whole cost-benefit for it is going to be that right. much. I would – 
if you think they're going to help you next year and they're going to be part of the program and they're a big part, I would definitely, hey, come and practice. When you know, I know you have your practice. Maybe yeah. you can come for an hour of ours. You know, blah 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 blah. You can learn how things. And most kids will be excited about it. You'll be able to tell if they're players too, because they'll just right. want to come and play. You know. Well, and the group that I have coming up have played together since they've been in fifth and sixth grade. So right. Right. when I say I'm playing for next year, that's right. really because then I'll have all summer with them. And, right. And you'll summer, have, well, and you'll have stuff. We'll, and we'll talk about this when the spring comes too. You know, there's all sorts of stuff we do in the even before summer comes. You know about you know how do you build? You know, it's like it's like me. I'm going to I'm going to I don't I love the Cubs. So side yeah. note, but I <laughs> I go watch them play baseball. I go watch them run track. You know, it's really about building relationships in the off season. It really yeah. is. It's it. Yeah. You know, me now is not me in July in the gym, just because I can build relationships with them. So when I'm really hard on them. They know I still love them, and I, they know I care about them. And then yeah. when you know when I'm telling them that that's a horrible shot, it's not personal because they know they built that relationship with me, and that and that can, and that's hard to do in the season because we're doing our jobs, yeah. we're getting them ready, we're doing everything else. You know, we got family. Out. Yeah, I, I can't. It's harder to build those relationships. Um, and that's where I struggled this year. By the time they brought me on board, yeah, it was too late. I missed all the summer stuff. It was so it was. we were having open gym, and that's yeah. about the extent of it. Oh, trust me, I got my I got this job in October. I got married in July. I got this gig in October, and we started in November. And it was oh. just like I really I know how you're feeling. You're feeling like you're drowning. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. You just got to get through the first year. You got to like talk to the kids after the season and go, hey, here's what happened. We're all in this together. We want to build this thing. How can we do this together? You know, right. that, you know, it, yes, it's, it's such a distant memory that, you know, you got to experience it. It's like you got to experience it to feel it. And then, you know, once April rolls around, it'll be totally different. So, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Last question I have. All right. Is how do you handle referees? And let, <laughs> let, let me say this with an asterisk because okay. I, I'm a 15-year referee. So okay. my problem is I know too much about the other side. You do. I know when you're out of position, you shouldn't have been in position. You shouldn't have made that call. And I tend to get myself in a little trouble by vocalizing that too much. Yes, you're in the wrong side. So finding that bone that that balance yes so three officials or two officials we got three okay so three is good so yeah. i i think three was the one of the best moves in in high school basketball yeah. that we've yeah. ever made because here's my issue i don't get me wrong i yell at officials i yeah. will let them know when i'm not happy as long as they're talking to me i'm fine with them i i don't hold right. it. it's like whatever um i like that there's one that's always there in front of me that i can talk to um I, uh, I have, I have, I, I, I grew up in the eighties, the Bobby Knight era, blah, blah, blah. And I've, I've, I've got, hopefully got like wine gotten better with age. I yell, I, I, I've learned that the officials really don't impact the outcome of most games. They really yeah. don't. They have, trust me, I've coached 500 high school games. They have, but very rarely do they impact it. Um, so that I kind of changed my mentality is, you know, I, I got to worry about my guys. I got to worry about us getting better. I will let them know if I disagree with a call, you know, last, the last game we were up by 35 and the whistle changed. I let them know that the whistle should stay the same, even though we're up, 
Right. You know, it's not fair to the kids. You know, the ones that are playing now deserve the same whistle you were giving. Anyway, so I will vocalize that. Um, I have assistants that probably yell a lot more than I do. Um, I don't remember. In the state of Wisconsin, I don't remember the last time I got a technical. Um, so I, I, I have kind of come to the mentality that they're just there. They're doing their best job. I'm going to move on. Yeah. If it's really bad. You know, and we're lucky to play in a lot of pretty packed gyms. So most of the time they don't even hear me. Uh, so <laughs> it, makes it, it makes it a lot easier on me. Um, but yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. The the hard part is that as a referee, you understand your gig and what you do. Sometimes I think they forget how much time we spend as coaches and teachers. That all that kind of bubbles up. That like we is it? It's, I can see that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a twelve month. Like you leave. Like you get in your car and you go home. I still have parents and kids and the community and all that still on me after you've yeah. left the gym. So I think right. sometimes the officials forget that aspect that when I'm yelling at you, I'm just yelling because I have a lot of pressure on me. I have, you know, I've, I've vested a lot of time in this, a lot of some, you know, I, I think that's where sometimes the officials forget. So I try to counter that by, well, they're doing the best they can. As long yeah. as they're communicating with me, we're good. It's the right. ones that won't talk to me that I only have problems with. And yeah. very rarely does that happen. And they'll come right. over and say, sit down, Steve. It's like, okay, you're good. I, I hear you. You warned me. I get yeah. you. Yep. I'm sorry. I just will disagree. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's the issue is like it. And, that, and that's come with time. I think that I've kind of realized that, that, you know, they're trying, they're not trying to hose us, you know, there's, this, yeah. you know, uh, but I think officials sometimes forget that, you know, I could make more working at the gas station at the corner than I do. Coaching. <laughs> that's I mean, true. You know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't do it for that. I do it because I love the boys and it's a right. fun game and it keeps, it's, it's like teaching for me. It's like, it's fun. It's like, yeah. it makes me feel alive. That's why I do it. I don't, I'd make a lot more money doing something else. So, right. um, and, it, you know, and it's the same with the officials, you know, they get 60 bucks or whatever they get. They're not doing it because of that either, but um, yeah, it's everybody else that forgets that. I think right. um, yeah. <laughs> yep. it's tough. It's tough. It's gotten easier with age, but it's tough. Yeah, it's a tough balance. It is. It is. My, I had, I had, a, I had a, a colleague tell me, just, Steve, go into every game assuming every official is bad. Yeah. And then your life will just feel, you know, if you get a good whistle, then you'll feel good. You know, it's like, well, that's an interesting way to think about it. But yeah. they're not all bad. They're Most of them are very good. Um, right. You know, and, it's and, the out-of-county ones that I have the issue with. Yeah, and the thing is they don't know, and they don't know – it's hard because they're not, that's why I'm, I don't really care about the shot clock, but I've written some articles on it in the sense that yeah. they don't, this is not their job. They don't have instant replay. They can't see if it hit the right. rim. You know, that's the, that's the issue I have with a high school shot clock is like Susie, the science teacher is going to be running the shot clock. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're yeah. paying someone $500 at the, at the, at the coal center for the Badgers. You know, right? To, you know, in the Big Ten to run the shot clock, it's going to be, and then the officials have to figure out if it hits. So that's the yeah. issue I have with it. It's like I'm not sure what's going to do the game. We're at halves though, which I really like. I would. Oh yeah. We are at we have we play um two 18 minute halves. Oh okay. Um, so it allows me to play more kids. It, it that made sense to me. Um, I wish we had another timeout, but it does make sense from a flow standpoint. 
Yeah. Um, but it was different when we in South Carolina. It was like, oh, my God, we play eight minutes and we get a rest. You know, That's how ours is. We got four eight-minute quarters. So. Yeah. And you get an extra – you basically two extra timeouts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. And then the kids get to rest. So we'll do this right. again. We'll do this again in a couple weeks. Um, okay. I'll post it on the Facebook group. That's easy. And I'll send out a mass email too because not everybody's on the Facebook group. But um, it won't be – I've the next two Sundays I'm busy. I have my youth organ my 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 youth board for my basketball program and then the following Sunday. Right. But then we'll probably do one end of end of January again. Um Okay. But you guys can always email me and stuff and if you have questions and stuff, I can definitely help you. We can get on a one on one call too at some point, especially after this week. Yeah. I appreciate okay. it. Yep, no problem. See you guys. All right, take care. Yep, bye. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Coach Unplugged. Um it's just a pulling the curtain back and looking at what we do at office hours and part of our, our teach hoops.com community. Sports social podcast network.